What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Fandom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and we are getting down to the wire. We are down to the last two episodes of Supernatural, and this show today is continuing the collaboration I have with Kat from the Sci-Fi Party Line Podcast as we count down to the end of the series. Today's episode covers Season 15, Episode 19. The title of the episode is Inherit the Earth. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the Sci-Fi Party Line Podcast. This is your hostess, Kat. Today I have me, uh, with me your other hostess, Hanako. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you said something's wrong here. Yeah, something's wrong. We just watched the second to last episode of Supernatural. And... <laughs> let me tell y'all let me tell y'all so i watched the episode on thursday and i messaged cat i'm like okay are you watching it tonight are we gonna record later on tonight and she has to watch it on the app which is not available until friday and then of course friday she had like a really hellish work day so she's like okay i won't get to it till tomorrow so she messages me this afternoon she's like okay i'm getting into it now and about 10 minutes later i started my rewatch i was like okay well she's watching it let me rewatch it so like literally 10 minutes ago i get a text message from her and she was like we should record this instant and i'm like are you done i'm at the part where such such she was like no we need to record now like can we please please so she's so i'm sitting here cracking up because i'm like now you see why i've been chomping at the bit since thursday trying to record this and... i knew this would happen that's why we were prolonging it i just knew it would happen so i was just like I was gonna like wait for tonight because like I got stuff to do, but I knew if I watched it in the middle of the day, I wasn't gonna do that stuff. Stuff's not gonna get done. So, you know, whatever, whatever. Okay, oh my God. So my immediate reaction afterwards, I was I, I was crying. I felt like lost, like my stomach was like with butterflies. And I'm like, how can I be responded this way to a championship? <laughs> so let me ask you. Were your fears not realized? Like, you were so scared that they were going to mess this up. And even though this is not the finale finale, it literally felt like a... And I think the way that they described it on Twitter is this episode was the season finale, and then next week will be the series finale. So you were concerned about whether or not they were going to mess things up, whether they were going to end the story in a way that you didn't like. So have those fears now been alleviated? Like, do you feel satisfied with the way that this, this episode ended? Yes and no. <laughs> okay. So right. the yes comes from my immediate response of um, seeing Lucifer, seeing Adam as Michael, seeing the whole story wrapped up, wrap up a dog. Of, of course. Um, I, I knew something was going on with Jack, but I didn't know that was going on with Jack. And, and Jack was uh, kind of soaking up powers or whatever. And Jack ended up being um, taking powers over from Chuck God. And then Chuck just ended up being human, blah, blah, blah. Um, immediately, my immediate reaction was, okay, this is why Jack stuck around. This is satisfying. You know, okay. I, I, felt, I felt satisfied. However... I really felt that that should have been Castiel. I, 
okay. I really felt that after all the work Castiel has done, after everything Castiel has been through in this show for him to just die off, I felt like Jack too new should have died off and that Castiel should have been the one doing this. I think that was a really big mistake. I feel like while the actor is awesome, Jack, the, the actor for Jack is awesome. I think they tried to force the character on us in a way that I mean, Cassiel wasn't even supposed to be uh, a main cast member, and he, a testament to his um, acting skill and to his character, he got brought on. He wasn't supposed to be in there, you know? And so I feel like with everything he's been through, he's actually tried to be God. He's, like, fought for heaven. He's he's just done a lot. And for Jack to kind of come in and... Um, just be that guy, mm-hmm. I felt like it, it took a, a lot away from Castillo, the character. However, my immediate, I'm not angry with it. I think if Jack is okay in the story, that it was fair that Jack, <laughs> wow, all right. Is that the Impala out there? I, no, that, that. <laughs> well, I felt like Jack, if, you know, we had to, you know, come to terms with this character, he's going to be there whether we like it or not. This is a, a suitable job for him because, uh, like he said, he had to, he saw humanity. He got to be human. He got to be powerful. He got to see God's favorite toys, Dean and uh, Sam. He got to see what they were fighting for. So he is in the best position if Castiel is not left to take over that mantle and be air quote God. Okay. And and that's a that's a fair assessment. I kind of have a different look on it. Um mainly going back to okay, so we've always alluded literally since Jack has been here, we've always alluded to the guys being his three dads. And as far as the Castiel versus Jack thing, I kind of feel like everything that Castiel did, if you look at it from the terms of parenthood, We always want our children to become better than what we are, to do greater things than us. And I feel like the writers kind of did that with Castiel and Jack. Like Castiel, yeah, he did all of this. He did all of these things and he became all of these things to the Winchesters. And in that, when Jack came along, he was able to have that positive influence on Jack. Because think about it, Jack is a Nephilim. He's the son of Lucifer. And when this storyline started out, like Dean and Sam were determined to kill him before sight because they didn't know what he was going to become. They just knew he was the son of Lucifer. He was supposed to be like hell's hell's second coming. And Castiel's influence is what changed all of that. So everything that Castiel has done up to this point, including sacrificing himself for Dean... I think was a way for Jack to see, okay, there are parts of this world that are worth saving. There are things in this world that are worth saving. And for him to be able to take those lessons that he learned from Castiel and from the Winchesters as well, because you have to mm-hmm. think about it, he has good and negative experiences with both of them. I mean, with, with all of them. And mm-hmm. he's able to see the balance now. He's able to see what the right can do and what the wrong can do. And now I think he has enough knowledge to kind of separate that and to and to use that to do 
what God is supposed to do as far as looking over humanity, as far as passing fair judgment and that sort of thing. So I look at it as Castiel did what he was supposed to do and now Jack can take from his example and become the better person, become the better parent. He can try to do this job right without the flaws that Castiel had you know, from his history of first being a soldier for God, being an angel of God and going through everything that the angels did. Because think about it, when we were first introduced to the angels, we realized these angels are not the way that they have been portrayed to us through modern, right, through modern religion. So Cass had a little bit of that contamination in him, but he learned to overcome that as well when he started to blend with humanity, when he started to be a part of humanity. And so now I feel like Jack can take that example and be a better person, be a better God. So in that sense, I don't feel like Castillo's storyline was wasted. I don't, you know, I would have liked for him to have made it all the way through to the end to you know to see the result of this but i i feel like the story ended the way that it should have and i'm i'm very satisfied with it and i told you jack served a greater purpose so i feel i feel vindicated that i can rub that in your face now. <laughs> and but in its forcedness it felt satisfying um i really enjoyed how um chuck did the full takedown and left you know dean and sam roaming the earth with no one else even took the damn dog away which i don't know for oh some reason God. it bothered the hell out of me it bothered like, oh, me <laughs> dean's like, expression dean's expression broke me because he was just like <laughs> I mean, when he found the dog, the look on his face, it was like they've had all of this stuff. And then he hears the dog and he turns around. He's just got this, like he has the expression of a little kid in a candy store, like, oh, my God. And it was the sweetest thing to see. And then for Chuck to come by and t take that so callously, it's kind of like I and really. stand there. I like I I really wanted to reach through the TV screen and punch him in the face. Oh my god. And I thought um Chuck like a serial killer who is acting out just wait just let go with me on this for a mm -hmm. second. Um how serial killers kind of leave calling cards and they get sloppy and stuff cuz they want to get caught. I think Chuck knew that he was going off the deep end and he wanted to become human. You know what I mean? I felt like this was the perfect thing for him. Um, and I'm really, I was really satisfied with Dean and Sam ended up not killing him. I thought that was, that was, I mean, of course you could see it coming. However, the way it played out, it was still satisfying. I to loved see it. That, yeah. Cause it's like they, for this whole time, they didn't ever want to be killers. They don't want to do the job that they've been set right. for. They don't, they're, they're, they're don't take joy and take any form of any life at all. They're just doing a job because they have to, because they know it's the right thing to do. And here, and this, this is especially Dean because he had a hard on for killing um, Chuck this whole time. For him to know, like, without even a long discussion with Sam, without Sam ho holding him back, he just knew. Right. Uh-uh. Right. No. He was like, this, this is, is, what is you get. this is not, this is not who we are. And I felt like in that moment, 
that was Dean acknowledging that everything they had done up to this point was because Chuck was pulling the strings. And at this point, they could finally be free and say, you know what? I know you're expecting us to kill you. That's what you want. And that will still play into your, you know, what you want from us or, you know, your entertainment value. We're not going to give you that. He was like, this is not who we are. And I think it was like at that moment, that was when Dean decided game is over. I don't have to do anything you expect me to do anymore. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do anymore. Yes, I would like to kill you, but this punishment will be so much worse. And this, you know, that person that I was is no longer who I am. It's almost like once Chuck beat the shit out of them and Jack got all of that energy, it's kind of like Chuck was beating out the last connection he had to them. That's how I that's how I looked at it. Like as he was sitting there beating them and they kept getting up, it's kind of like they were they were fraying that thread. And as soon as that thread was cut, it was like, Oh, we don't have to do this anymore. And it's just, you know, human nature, especially I mean, if you think about it, like some proponents when you when you think about capital punishment, some people are like, Oh no, they deserve it, they deserve to die. And then you have the other people who are not compassionate, but they're like, No, why would we want to give them that quick release from the guilt of what they've done? No, let them live, let them sit behind bars and let them suffer. Let them have all of this time to think and reflect on what they've done. And I feel like that's the kind of death sentence that Dean has given Chuck. It's like, yeah, you're going to be human. You have no powers. You have nobody who cares about you because Amara is not even a part of him anymore. Mm -hmm. Amara is a part of Jack. So you literally have nobody who cares about you. You just killed the last two sons that you had. Nobody cares about you. Or, you know, he didn't kill Lucifer, but I mean, him sending Lucifer to do his bidding ended up with Lucifer dead so you don't have anybody who cares about you now so you're gonna walk around and you're gonna be human and you're gonna grow old and then you're gonna die and nobody's gonna care who's gonna write an obituary for a quote-unquote washed up writer because I mean think about it he's still you know he's still a writer you know he was one who wrote the supernatural novels but at this point nobody's gonna care especially (laughs) considering the people the people that knew who you were and how you played into this this story they're all gone too like we know that jack brought back everybody but we don't know how much of everybody that entails does that include everybody that chuck got rid of this season when he came back and decided to do this so like is becky and her family still gone or yeah did they come back you know they kept that open and i don't like that because if Castiel died in service of this whole fight, is he back? Like, I don't know. I think, I think if the em- I think with him being in the empty, I don't think he would come back, especially since Lucifer um, basically said that death killed, I mean, excuse me, that the empty killed death. I think maybe Castiel is trapped, and Castiel is probably happy to be trapped because he died happy knowing what he was sacrificing his life for. So, I don't think that he would come back 
for that. Now, I, of course, I don't know. We still have one more episode, so he may show up at the end. And you then, were sure last week he wasn't coming back. I, I, but you know what? When they tripped me, when I heard his voice, I was like, I knew it. Girl. And then it, it, it was Lucifer. And then it was, was damn Lucifer. I was Lucifer, which is weird coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I didn't see Lucifer. No, because I like, <laughs> I like that character. But yeah, when I heard Cass's voice, when I tell you, I almost started crying. And then when Dean opens the door, the look on his face like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was stressful i was just like god damn it why are they messing with me like this it was stressful but at the same time some of the episode was a little it was funnier than i expected it to be because yeah, sure, i'm expecting sure. like all gloom and doom and of course like you said we we got the we got the little bit of the dog and that was that was cute and then so happy to see a dog right and then lucifer coming weird. in and not only lucifer coming in lucifer coming in being the smart asshole that he always oh, is i was dying i was like this he is what i have missed it. like he was on fire in that episode well <laughs> <laughs> he just mark pellegrino was just I a joy to watch him. Him in that space he was just it was so funny. And just his little, he was like, you know, oh, you can come hang with Gramps and me and be on the winning team. What you say? I was like, he was just so funny. And then, of course, he brought the Reaper in. And he's just being like, they're sitting there like, okay. He's like, it's a Reaper. And they're like, okay, what? Because I, I think at this point, and, and it's so funny because the Reaper was like, oh, they're, they're not all that bright. And it's like, no, it's not that they're not all that bright. They're like in shock. They're like, at this point, I think they're still trying to figure out what's going on. And then, of course, we know at this point that they kind of have an idea of what's going on with Jack, but they're not exactly sure yet. So I think at this point, they're just kind of like, okay, explain it to me like I'm a three-year-old because I've got so much stuff going on in my brain right now. I'm just not following because that's how I feel. Because when, when he said that, I was like, why is he bringing us a new Reaper two episodes before the end? Like, what's the point? And then when he killed her, I was like, huh? I thought, well, like, where did the Reaper come? Why didn't he just dig up a Reaper? This too. Number one. And then, so, okay, he figured out. I mean, he just came in firing on all pistons. He's like, knew a Reaper, got a Reaper, brought a Reaper with him, killed a Reaper because he knew death hasn't, uh, no, a Reaper hasn't died, died since death died. Got the Reaper to open the book. Didn't know that once you open the book, the book remains open and other people can see it, including Sam. But when other people look at it as blank which kind of i don't know was weird for me but well i think sam i don't think sam could actually see it once um once the new death was dead i think he saw a little bit of it when she opened it when she oh. had it in her hands i think that's when dean said that he might have noticed a couple of um a, a couple of symbols and then i think once they saw oh, it the was fake. he never saw it right because the spell was fake right. that's why the okay right and then when they went to the flashback and and they showed him moving the pages the pages were all blank You're so right. it's kind of okay. like oh okay so at this point they were going on their plan b this was like okay yeah. if plan a doesn't work this is what we do with plan b and of course once they saw michael and um, Lucifer interacting, they they were like, okay, Michael seems a little bit too jealous about the fact that Lucifer is. Um, yeah. So I think I was it, hoping he wasn't gonna do that. It was a very sad end to Adam. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, 
technically speaking, it wasn't Adam, so I didn't yes, feel I as bad. Because if you think about it, Michael throughout the series, like since the early days when we were first introduced to to him as an archangel, Michael on our Earth and Michael from Apocalypse Earth, both of them were assholes. So I kind of feel like he got what he deserved. But yes, I yeah, I hated I'm not, that I'm we not didn't. Sure this year for Michael. Yeah, I I did. I did hate that we didn't get to see Adam again, and like Dean, all, Dean even said he was like that poor bastard never, you know, never, <laughs> never, thing, yeah. you know, just going through it. right. But I was glad to see, like I'm glad that they were able to bring back a lot of the um, past actors in a way that made sense for the story, like you know, bringing them back just for the sake of bringing them back. If it didn't make sense to the storyline, that would have felt weird. But I like the way that they did this. And then the ones that they weren't able to bring back, they include, for the most part, they included in that really beautiful montage at the end of the, uh, at the end of the show. Which that brings me to another uh, fear. Sorry, Craig, mm-hmm. but I, um, the fear that I had that the last episode was just going to be a clip show. Of them doing like memories and shit, but the fact that they did it right now mm-hmm. in this episode, I was like, okay, well maybe we're gonna get an actual episode and not a oh remember when blah blah blah, and then we do a flashback clip show, which would piss me off. No, I think the first half of the two hours is supposed to be something similar to that. It's basically like a goodbye show, so they're gonna have like interviews with the cast, and, right, right, and yeah. probably talk about the evolution of the show through the fifteen seasons. So that's supposed to. Be the first half of the story uh, of the two-hour finale, and then I think the last half of the two-hour finale is supposed to be an actual series finale, plot-wise, show-wise, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, I'm good with that. The only thing, you know, and we've had there have been some conversations about this on Twitter. So, when they did the montage, like the montage really brought me to tears because we got to yeah. see all of the people that we we lost, like Dean said. But they missed out two very notable people that Jody. Upset. I mean, not Jody. Uh. Ash. They missed Ash, and you know a lot of people have been like tweeting Chad Lindbergh, like, "Did we miss Ash?" And he was like, "No, he wasn't included." Not you know. I even responded. I was like, "I really hope that that was an accidental oversight." You know, because, I mean, if you think about it, there's a lot of people who have figured majorly into the Winchester story over the last 15 years. So, you know, I'm hoping that that was just like a minor, uh, you know. Was Ellen and Joe? I don't remember seeing it. Ellen and Joe were in it, but Benny, they also left Benny out, which I think was was bad because that was like, that was Dean's like buddy. So yeah. I when I watched it, you know, I watched the clip again last night just because I wanted to see the montage because I was like, I feel like they missed somebody else. I went through the montage and I'm starting to name off names and I'm like, okay, this person, that person, that person, that person. Oh, they brought that person back and this, that, and the other. And then I noticed that in addition to Ash, they didn't have Benny. So that made me sad because I was like, oh, yeah. Was Dick Rogan in there? He was. Okay. He was. They, and you know, uh, I saw people from that season that I missed that I didn't watch. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> I was just like, damn. And I, I was like, almost wanted to go back and watch it just to see. And I was just like, I can't. I can't do it. 
maybe not now. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I I mean you should go back and watch because even the even the seasons where we felt like the story was getting kind of old or you know where we weren't all because because a lot of people you know just in the last few weeks uh participating in panels and and seeing how people um have been talking a lot of people feel like right around season six see between seasons five and eight like everybody had their favorite and everybody had their not so favorite seasons within that little time frame so i don't Mm -hmm. think it's just us i think everybody feels like the show started started kind of getting stale a little bit in there um and then like we said a few years back it seems like the show kind of revitalized itself they they found a way to get fresh and stay fresh and get things interesting and moving again and they literally like since that since that mid that mid show run it's been kind of like it's been on the up and up ever since at least as far as i'm concerned so um yeah, so I would say go back and watch it because even in those slow seasons, there were some good episodes in between. Even though we didn't yeah. like, I know Dick Roman was not a favorite character of yours, and the whole Leviathan um, storyline was not a favorite for me. It got to a point where the heaven versus hell storyline just kind of started to drag on a little bit too much. So, yeah. you know, we, we all have those seasons where we're like, oh, okay, I can really do without this one. But there's always some gems within that season. I mean, you can't go you can't go a whole 23-episode season and not find more than a few episodes to like. Because if that was the case, they would have they been canceled at that point, I think. So, yeah. 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 But it was, I mean, the whole, the whole thing about... Jack, not, you know, when we looked at the last episode and we saw that he, um, you know, he put his hand over a plant and the plant died, we were thinking initially, okay, is he going to be the new death? Like, is that what that means? And we find out in this this episode that it's not that he's killing the plants, he's siphoning the power out of everything else. He's siphoning the energy, which I thought was really weird. Right, plants and, but, and then when, um, you know, they said when Michael and Lucifer started fighting and started like throwing all of their little energy around, Jack was absorbing all of the energy. And then when Chuck was wailing on the Winchesters at the end. He was getting all of that energy too. And I thought this is such a great way to put Jack back in the position where he needs to be. Because I was sitting there wondering like, Jack has no powers now. What is he going to do? Like, how are they supposed to... hang around. Right. And that's exactly why he was siphoning. But, okay, let me tell you. So, I know that they had to do this in order for Jack to get the necessary power and energy to defeat Chuck but watching Chuck beat up on the Winchesters is probably the thing that has pissed me off the most in this show ever like you've already taken everything from them you've taken people away from them and you're doing it gleefully without regret and you're doing it just because they they're not doing what you want to do and then for the for the story writers to go in and put that chuck is powerful enough to whoop both of the winchester's asses that way like he was breaking limbs and there i was so mad He's literally god <gasps> i know uh, I but mean, st- my thing was i was really i really loved that they kept getting up 
I oh, really love that. I love that because because that again, that's that's the Winchester spirit. Like they, they they may have their moments of doubt. They have their moments where they feel like they need, they want to give up, but at the end, when it really counted. They were like, oh, no, you're not taking us down that easily. And they kept getting up and kept getting up. And then when Dean couldn't get up, Sam helped him. When Sam reached over and grabbed him and stood him up and they both looked at Chuck, I literally, at that moment, burst into tears. I was like, this is what this is. I was like, this I went through a lot that episode. Oh, my God. There was so with my sad, uh, my sanity. I was like, you know, am I just am I getting old because this is not supposed to be so emotional? Why am I having knots in my stomach and I'm getting tears and I just feel so uh, I feel so on edge and sensitive? What is happening? So here's my thing: if we felt like this with this week's episode, I'm gonna be an absolute mess next week. I already know. You know anybody who worked for an airport? <laughs> I need a ticket. Actually, I do. So we might we, we might have to yeah we might have to. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. talk about that because I was like, now that I floated the idea to be in um in Atlanta next week, I kind of want to go. Yes, and, come hang with me so I we can do, watch. But this. I'm just like, uh, my money's weird right now. <sighs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But um, because I would like have my shirt, I only got the one. That's okay. That's the only one we need. That's the only one we need. That's the only one we need. I have been trying to find the matching pajama pants online, and Hot Topic is sold out of every size except for extra small and small. Okay. And I'm like, not working for us chunky southern girls. No, it's it's definitely not. But <laughs> but yeah, we we need to find a way to make this happen cuz I it, it was you know, I've done like viewing parties for series finales or you know, we've done stuff like that for movies where we're we're together with our friends and we just don't get the opportunity to do that now because of COVID, but that would oh, be shit. so awesome to be able to do that. I mean, I haven't caught it yet. So, mm-hmm. oh, no. Uh, and then I looked at trains. It's like thirteen hours. I was like, I can't do that. Shit. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Nope. Mm. How about a train ride called? Uh, well, uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. That's it's too long. Well, we're gonna figure out a way to get this done. Cause that yeah, will we'll, be we'll figure it out. That will be so awesome. But yeah, uh, this uh, this episode. I, I think. I think this. I think this. I think we're doing more of a, a reaction podcast instead of a review because I think I mean pretty much anybody who's going to be listening to this to this particular episode of the show, I think they've watched the show so they know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, so there's no sense we in doing don't a need recap. All that. I mean, a recap. It was just it was <laughs> it was very emotional. It was very very sad. I mean, just the way that Chuck. I mean, it was so satisfying. Then it's so it's so funny because. You know, like we've said, Dean has pretty Dean and Sam have pretty much been controlled by Chuck, and and Dean even admitted that you know in the last episode after he pulled the gun on Sam, he was like, I was so focused on beating Chuck that I I just couldn't get my mind out of it, and I think that also translated into how he treated Jack because, like I said, we saw from the beginning. He all he treated Jack like family, and then of course there was the it, there was the issues after Jack 
killed Mary. But again, Jack didn't have a soul at the time. He couldn't control what was going on with him. And I think eventually all of them realized that and they kind of, I won't say they forgive him, but they kind of understand that it wasn't in, it wasn't anything that was entirely his fault. And I think Dean has kind of been on the on the fence about, okay, do we embrace him again as family or do I keep him at arm's length? And I think at this point, Dean had been keeping him at arm's length, not just because of what happened with Mary, but because of what Jack meant to the end game. You know, like we, mm-hmm. we were told he that had to Jack had yeah. to die in order for all of this to stop. And at that point, I mean, when you're 30 something years old and this is all you've ever known and, and you know that your life has been completely controlled by an entity I guess at you know at some point you kind of like okay whatever we have to do to break this which I'm sure he felt some conflict about but of course you can't voice doubts when you have to do something so big because other than that you may not go through with it kind of like what happened with Sam once Sam realized the true intent of Billy and what all of that would mean so to see him in this episode after Jack got his God power took God's power away and everything Dean is like hey he can have anything he wants let's take him home you can get a big screen screen. I mean it was like we like seeing Dean this carefree is something I don't think we've seen ever like we've seen Dean happy we've seen him silly we've seen him you know joyful but not to this extent and the fact that that whole burden once he told Chuck oh yeah we're not gonna kill you you're this is this is gonna be your end and they were able to walk away from him I felt like the whole world was lifted off of his shoulders and he could be like hey Jack buddy you know it it was kind of like okay I can fully embrace you as being part of this family again because I don't have anything else to worry about and then for Jack to be like I'm not coming home I have to you know it was it was sad but at the same time I kind of I mean you can't expect God to go live in the bunker you know so he's got gave him a transition period and you know what like i i have a feeling that's not the last time they're going to see jack you know i think they'll still see him i mean they they saw even when castillo was living in heaven they still saw him from time to time and i think jack you know they are important enough to jack that he's not going to be out of their everyday lives but it's just you know now he has a higher purpose and he has to set about doing that higher purpose and that includes learning what it is that you know he's responsible now for the entire world so i think at this point now he has to kind of learn what's going on what's been neglected and try to figure out how to bring some peace or how to bring some balance let me say that let me he he needs to learn how to bring some balance and then so he said he was going to be like on non-interference like he wasn't going to interfere so that scared me a little and dean made a face when he said that as well so to me that's like what does that mean exactly so we're going to still have poverty and all the other stuff due to people's choices or was that something that Chuck manipulated and maybe something normal will happen? Like, what does it mean that he's going to be on non-interference, Jack? I mean, we'll have to see. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, we won't, but. Well, we may. We, we don't, because, I mean, think about it. The next episode could be, you know, 
there could be a time jump in that episode. You know, we might see what the Winchesters are doing five years down the road. I mean, it's probably not, but, I mean, we never know. Like, maybe we'll get an episode in this five years down the road. Maybe Sam and Dean are both married with families. That will be... Girl, would you stop it? Would you stop it? I'm just saying. We don't know what this final episode is going to be, but we all... I mean, every. I think everybody pretty much agrees the episode that we just saw was pretty much a finale it felt like a finale it satisfied like a finale like we i mean we've been saying it will be great joy for us if at the end sam and dean could just ride off into the sunset and be happy and that's literally what we got at the end of this episode we also said we wanted them to kind of die and revisit everybody and see everybody that they've ever loved in the show, kind of like a little powwow in the same room or something, maybe. That would be you nice. Remember, you, remember, you remember that season where um, they went to heaven and everybody had their own room and people mm-hmm. were like, Bobby was up there and he had his room and he had everybody, like, everybody come in the hallway or something like that. Yeah. I just really thought that this series would end with them dying and seeing everybody they loved, or at least a lot of them in the same room. You yeah. Know what I mean? but, yeah. Um, but I'm happy with this. Them riding off into the sunset, and yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, good, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with it. Because they didn't have to die, and I'm glad for that. Like, I was fully prepared to accept right. if they had to die. Right. I was prepared for that. But the fact that now they don't have to, like, they didn't have to die in order to defeat Chuck, they didn't even have to kill in order to defeat Chuck. I'm actually very happy with that. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's true. You know, it's it's kind of like... And, and too, you know, when I think back, you remember that um, Dean was able to go to heaven after, after Mary died. You know, they were trying to put her soul back into her body and they, they couldn't find her soul. And Dean went to heaven and saw, you know, he, he went into the room and she and John were in there, and they were together, and they were happy. We didn't see it, but he saw it, and he came back and said, I saw her. She's with Dad, and she's happy. So, you know, that was when he decided, okay, we, we shouldn't try to bring her back from that, you know, yeah. because she's happy where she is. You know, even when she came back from from death the first time, she was happy to be alive, but it was a struggle for her, too. Like, how do you, yeah. adjust, how do you adjust to a new world 33 years later? So... Um, so after thinking about that, I'm like, okay, eh, it still would be nice if they were able to see, like you said, uh, Mary or, or John or just those people who have left, but I like this too. Now, my other question is, I wonder, did the people who Chuck, um, made vanish before he killed pretty much the whole world? Are they going to come back? Like the people who were in the safe house with Sam. Like, will we yeah. see Charlie come back? Will we see Bobby come back? Will we see those particular characters be brought and back? And what about because the rest of the worlds? Will they come back? We'll see. See, that that I don't know. Yeah. So, it will be, um, it'll be interesting to see if they explain any of that to us. But even if they don't, I'm still, I'm I'm still yeah. satisfied. Like there wasn't, I don't think there was anything about this episode that I disliked. I don't think there was anything I felt like there were unanswered questions to. Um, And then, you know, the way that they went back and explained how Jack was able to get this power. 
it it made a lot of sense. I think the only discrepancy I may have saw uh, I may have saw that I questioned was when Sam and Dean were in the diner and Jack was walking and the you know the energy was transferring from the plants. I was kind of like that scene doesn't match up to what we saw because when Jack walked into the diner, Dean was getting a beer and Sam was faced to the left to another oh, TV. Girls, calm down. But I yeah. <laughs> But I was like, okay, maybe I'm reading too much into this because they yeah, could have yeah, seen that. I'm like, what? I didn't even. <laughs> I noticed it when I did my second rewatch. I was like, that's not. But then, I mean, we don't know how long it took Jack to walk in the building. They could have, they could have seen what they saw and like gone to separate, you know, separate corners to kind of contemplate that. So I'm like, okay. But that's the only real thing that I would have looked at that episode and been like, mm. everything else was yeah, like great. That wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I didn't get everything that I wanted per se, but this was still satisfying. So, like, I mean, I keep saying that over and over. I agree with you. This was, this was, it was not a Game of Thrones ending. Let me tell you, but we still got one more episode to go. So, no, they're they're not gonna. Like I said, they're not gonna disappoint us like that because these showrunners and these writers, I feel like, are as much a part of the fandom as anybody else. And they understand how important this show is to a lot of people, how important this show is to Jared and Jensen. And I I just honestly feel like this is one of those shows that's not going to give us bullshit to close out. Because you can't do that with 15 seasons. Like, go through the ups and downs, the highs and lows. Be on this plateau and decide to end your show being at the top of your game and then give us a bullshit ending. That's not going to mm. happen. Like at least with Game of Thrones, mm. like that whole season, that whole final season like it started off strong and then it got it got it got weird like <laughs> halfway what through. Is the word weird? I don't even because because I don't want to say it there were certain aspects of that final season that I did like. You know, oh, a, yeah. a lot of people yeah. weren't happy with with uh, much of the ending. I'm I'm not happy at all with the way Daenerys' story ended. Not at all. As or far Jon Snow's. Well, I see. That's the thing. I actually am satisfied with Jon Snow's because no, no, no. no listen, <laughs> because if you think about it, when Tormund told him, when Tormund asked him to come live beyond the wall he was like i would if i could that's that's my greatest desire like that's he wanted to live as a wildling so i feel like bran quote unquote banishing him to live beyond the wall he did that because he knew that's what john wanted so that didn't bother me nothing about the starks bothered me because i've been team stark from the beginning but there were certain things But there were certain things throughout that season where I was just kind of like, y'all just really don't give a fuck about the story anymore. And I really don't feel like that's with Supernatural. Like, no. they have stayed strong yeah. consistently. You know, and like I, I said this earlier in one of our earlier um, shows, sometimes when a series is about to end, you can kind of feel it because you can tell it in the way the actors come across. You can tell it in the way the story comes across. It's kind of like these people, because they know it's the end, they're just they're they're just kind of get they're they're trying to just get through it. And I never yeah. felt like that in this final season of Supernatural. Like they've stayed consistently strong. They've consistently given us good story. They've consistently given us 
amazing acting and just you know it's it's just felt great from start to finish so i think for this final episode they're going to continue that they're going to give us a they're going to give us a, a series finale that we as a fandom can be proud of and that we can enjoy even if we're crying our eyes out you know <laughs> which i feel is going to happen but i feel I like before like 10 minutes before I called I was just like oh my god I can tell even know. I'm like why am I feeling this way because it's like I mean think about it we've been watching this show from its infancy it is our teenage child now and it is about to go off into the world and become something and, and I, I feel like that's just kind of how we all feel it's like Sam, we, we, we raised Sam and Dean <laughs> That's how I feel. It's it's like you're watching a pro- <laughs> you're watching a proud you're a, a proud parent watching your children graduate. That's kind of how I feel <laughs> with this show. Like they are about to graduate and go off into the world and do amazing new things. Like, have you seen the little promo for Walker? For I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I've been like I've been so stressed. So it's which is why it's not oh, even. Oh, oh, oh. It's not even a big promo. It's just basically it's like it's like a um it's like a video of a little coin that's going across the screen and the coin changed from like a wedding ring to a poker chip to a badge and it basically it's just a small voiceover. It's only like maybe thirty seconds. But I was like, oh, they're promoting his new show already and that's cool. And then Jensen is about to go be on the boys and it's just like yeah, like I said, I feel like we're watch we're watching these these guys graduate from something that was monumental something that was tremendous something that was very um important to a lot of people for a lot of different reasons and then now they're about to go out and like continue conquering the world and you know it's just it's a great feeling yeah it is i remember when this show was just like the little show that kind of people felt like it was an afterthought it was the oh by the way yeah i guess i'll watch that nothing else is on i, re- show and, I remember um, the letter writing campaigns to keep it on the air after se- after the second yeah. season i remember i'm you know like i said i went back and looked at um the sci-fi party line website and i was like i was curious last night i was like how long have we been discussing this show so we have been discussing this show since 2009 on sci-fi party line it was like episode tw- episode 23 i think was the first Ugh. one so we've been covering this show for a long long time and we have had so much fun doing so i i don't know if we're gonna ever get another show like this that runs for as long that we love as much and i i just don't know but it has been so much fun doing this show yeah yeah, so much fun it has uh these guys (laughs) i know i know okay well um wow so I guess we'll just have to prepare for next week. Um, yeah. Maybe. I don't even know if I'll survive it because I felt so terrible before we started re- recording. I was just ugh, a mess. <laughs> okay, y'all, so, y'all should see um, these, these panicked 
text messages. She was like, no, we have to record right now. I was, I was like, I was like, she was watching it. He's like, well, I'm at the, I'm watching my second ad and then Chuck is on the beach and blah, blah. I was like, what are you talking about? Let's do it now. What I was like, I was like, she was like, please. I'm like, okay, give me five minutes to go to the bathroom and get set up. She was, was like, like, five what are you minutes. Doing? Why are you doing? Why do you need to do that? Why do you need to hold it? Let's talk. <laughs> and then I calmed out. But I, yeah, I'm glad you waited because I would have been sobbing. I was kind of, yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. I guess we'll wrap this one up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. We're going to try to do this again next week, hopefully in person. We might actually put up a video and, yeah, you know. Yeah. So you guys can see our swollen, red-eyed faces after we watch this finale. Mascara running, the whole bit. You yeah. Gotta, gotta break it out for the boys. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, um, that's our show. You can give us a call at 773-336-2686. We have a website, sci-fipartyline.com. Hanako has a website, fandomhybrid.com, where she's doing her new podcast. That's right. Uh, both podcasts are on Twitter and Facebook and Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Stitcher, everything. Google's like all of them. Yeah, so thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you at the party next time. Bye. Bye.